0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 Support Call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 Pacific Time, 7.40 Mountain Time, 8.40 Central Time, and 9.40 Eastern Time. Thrilled to have you along with us. If you ever miss these calls, you can pick them up on an application called SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcasts by putting in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and TR90, or Frank Lomas and Solutions, the so digit four, anti-aging, all pushed together as one word, the solutions for anti-aging, that is. If you're listening to this on this podcast and you wish to catch us live, if you dial into 712-775-8972, and when you prompts for the conference Code, put in 9100 You can join us live, and we would be thrilled to have you along with us. Our panel does these calls in support of your TR90 efforts, and since this is a lifestyle change, I'm always reminding people what that TR90 program is when you're first starting out, but I'll do that after I introduce myself. First, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon, welcoming you to the call. I come to you with an education background, but a huge interest in health nutrition and exercise going back 40 plus years. I had um, grandparents who weren't in the best of health when I was in high school, and so I've done many things over the years to help mitigate some of the health effects that they had from their lifestyles, and so I've worked hard to change mine uh, going forward. I came to the TR-90 program from its immediate predecessor, the R90, which worked for some people, which is great, just didn't work for me. Uh, and I was able in six months to lose 20 body inches, but I didn't lose an ounce. So if you're looking at the scales and saying, oh, I want to lose some weight, well, weight doesn't give you the whole picture unless you've got one of those specialty scales that weigh is body mass versus fat versus other components in your body. So just realize that. Make sure you take your measurements at least once a month and pictures and go by what your clothes you're doing unless you've got one of those specialized scales. So that TR-90 program when you're first starting out is your one really lean meal a day. Two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals. Take your supplement 15 to 20 minutes before a meal is best, but if you're not able to do that, do take it with your meals. It will still work. And it's just not as super effective as it could be if you were taking it beforehand. And from my personal experience, I know it will still work because there are many times I was not able to take those supplements. Before a meal, I had to take them with my meal. <clears throat> That's partially because I'm an educator by trade and I never knew when my substitute teaching job is going to allow me to have my lunch. So just bear that in mind. So as I said, one lean meal, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at least three of those meals, taking those supplements 15 to 20 minutes before your meal is best. Seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. So those fruits and vegetables will give you your macronutrients, your proteins, your carbohydrates, your sugars, your fats, those great big large components. Your micronutrients are going to be your vitamins and your minerals that are in the food itself. And then also, the other thing that fruits and vegetables goes for you is fiber. And fiber really helps in two ways, one of which is satiety, which is that feeling of fullness. The other way that uh, fiber helps is for good digestive health. So guys need about 45 grams of fiber for that. And us ladies, well, we need about 32 grams of fiber for that. Good digestive health to keep things moving through your system. Then you should be doing 30 minutes of heavy, moderate to heavy exercise at least five days a week. That works out to about 150 minutes a week. You can do more than that, definitely not less. Um, Oh, and you can mix it up. You can do it in a 30-minute chunk 2 15-minute chunks of time or three 10-minute chunks of time, whatever works in your lifestyle. And it can be whatever exercise really floats your boat. It could be yoga. It could be Pilates. It could be uh, gardening, house cleaning, dancing, swimming, hiking, bike riding, cross-country skiing, whatever works for you. And if you're exercising moderately to heavily, well, you need to make sure that you're getting plenty of food to stay hydrated. The baseline for hydration is one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. So that means if you weigh 100 pounds, you should be starting at 50 ounces of water daily and then increasing it if you're exercising moderately to heavily um, to offset what you're losing in body moisture because a person can lose up to a quarter. A quarter in an hour if you're exercising heavily so that is, or perspiring heavily. So it's really important to stay hydrated. So with that being said, the other thing that I highly recommend and much of the research that I've done over the years indicates is you should not be making sure that you are getting lots of good quality sleep, seven to nine hours a day and your personal amount that you may need might be at seven it might be at nine it may be somewhere in between but getting good adequate sleep really sets you up for making good decisions the next day it clears out toxins while you're sleeping your body does a series of what i call system resets while you're sleeping it repairs muscles and tissues stores memories it just does a multitude of different things which is why i always be sure to add that into that T090 lifestyle. And if you're not getting adequate sleep, it could be like you're operating without, um, with, with having had some alcohols that will really mess with your decision making. So be that as it may. Um, highly recommend it, and you can bounce back from a sleep deficit, so do keep that in mind. Today I'm sharing some information about several different diets from a book that's called Fat Chance, Beating the Odds Against Sugar, processed Food, Obesity, and Disease. It was written by Robert H. Lustig, L-U-S-T-I-G, MD, MSL, and um, he works with pediatric patients that are obese, and some of the things that he has found in his research as a scientist and a medical doctor to really help um, not only children but adults shed some of that unwanted weight and what, it is, what has caused it to grow on us to begin with. So um, Thursday and Friday I was sharing about some of the other diets that have come across his guests and the best parts of the man, um, what they're lacking. So we've already covered the Atkins diet, the vegetarian-vegan diet, the traditional Japanese diet, the Mediterranean diet, the Ornish diet, the Paleolithic diet. And today we are actually jumping into the low glycemic index diet, theory versus practice. Alternative. Another alternative for reducing insulin that has procured press and adherence is called the low glycemic index or the GI diet or the glycemic index refers to a theory of eating with the purpose of keeping down blood sugar and therefore insulin. But it is not the panacea that the zealots hype. GI or glyce- um, glycemic index is a simple concept. How high does your serum cholesterol or your serum glucose rise in response to 50 grams of carbohydrates in any given food as compared with the glucose response in 50 grams of straight starch or white bread? However, as I mentioned earlier, it's not the glucose response it matters. It's the insulin response that follows. The yo-yo glucose insulin effect of a high glycemic index diet is thought to drive excess energy intake and promote obesity. As useful as a concept of um, glycemic index is, the concept of glycemic load or GL is even more relevant. It takes into account the beneficial effects of fiber. The GL of a food is calculated as it's GI times the amount of the food containing 50 grams of carbohydrate. More fiber means a larger portion because there's less digestible carbohydrate. You can turn a high GI food into a low, GL food by eating it with the original fiber. A good example is carrots, which are high GI, lots of carbohydrates, but low GL, even more fiber. There are two problems with GI and GL. The low GI diet is most effective in patients who have obesity due to excessive Insulin release by the pancreas. That makes sense based on how the low GI diet prevents the blood glucose from rising in response to a meal. The second problem with the concepts of GI and GL is fructose itself. Fructose isn't glucose. When eaten, it doesn't raise the glucose, and it doesn't raise the insulin directly. Indeed, fructose was originally touted as an excellent sugar alternative for patients with diabetes, precisely because it has a low GI of 20. But fructose is the most egregious effect on the liver insulin resistance and the metabolic syndrome because of its unique liver metabolism. This hasn't stopped the food industry from trying to capitalize on the low GI craze by adding fructose to foods. The low GL diet takes into account insulin depression and fiber. Add to that the low fructose diet and you have the main tenets of the South Beach diet. Keeping insulin low, eating lots of fiber, and avoiding added sugar. Now you're on to something. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm going to stop there for today. Um, tomorrow I'll be jumping in, tweaking your diet based on genetics or biochemistry. At the top of the hour, just click over to Facebook Warranting Global Live. One of our leaders will be showing some information on how to build a new skin business. This is Susan Mann for October 30th, 2023, signing out. I was thrilled to have you along with us. If you uh, have any thoughts or comments, you can definitely share them after I take a stop mute so that we can say goodbye to each other. I was thrilled to have you along with us today and I welcome you back and I welcome any thoughts or comments. If you're one of my quiet, shy people and don't like to speak out, um, you can definitely send me a text to 503 502 and share um, your thoughts or comments or if you have questions about something that I've shared and I can probably get some um scientific information to help back that up for you. With that, let me take us off so we can say goodbye to each other. So hopefully you found that a benefit to you. Quiet group this morning. It's truly where I'm at, so it's down in the low 40s, almost down to freezing, so they said that we might actually have some frost story up this morning, so since the sun hasn't risen, it is definitely possible and it's definitely chilly out there. Hope you have a great day. If you get a chance to enjoy walking outside and breathing fresh air, it's always a great thing to do. I'm going to... Go ahead and release this. Hope you have a great day, and I'll see you back here tomorrow. And on Wednesday, we'll have Frank back.